Hello, welcome to another exciting episode, if I do say so myself, of Stuttering is Cool. <laughs> My name is Daniela Rossi, you can call me Danny. I'm a lifelong stutterer, even though I'm not stuttering right now. I wish this would happen during job interviews. <laughs> On today's episode, we travel to India to talk about their first stuttering conference that's going to be taking place at the end of the year. Amazing, awesome way to start the new year, if, uh, if I do say so myself as well. <laughs> now, just one bit of thing that I want to uh, mention is there will be a lot of noise (laughs) throughout today's episode. Everything from telephones ringing to cell phone ringtones and background noise and air conditioners and uh, heaters and headphone cords. My name is uh, Satyendra Srivastava. Friends call me Sachin. I am a medical doctor. I did my uh, graduation from Ilhabad many years ago and then uh, I worked in uh, hospitals for some time and gradually switched over to voluntary agencies uh, doing social work. Nice. <coughs> Sorry, I bought a very bad throat. So, uh, for last many years I have been working with voluntary agencies in social development field and um, I have only covered a stutterer. I used to hide my stuttering for a long, long time. And uh, gradually I discovered that uh, I think <coughs> stammering is causing me much more problem than s- s- stammering openly and talking about it. So this year is something special <coughs> happening at the end of the year actually. Can you tell us what's going on? <laughs> yeah, uh, we decided to uh, organize uh, our first national conference. The idea came from one of my uh, young colleagues. His name is uh, Jay Prakash Sunda. My first reaction was this, that we Indians are not ready for that. Oh. Because uh, we have been working for the last 3-4 years in this area. We have tried to set up self-help groups in cities. We are trying to have a, a active blog. We are trying to have a good website also, share information. And above all, we are trying to encourage stammerers to come out into the open. Accept that they are facing a problem. Oh. And also, see the benefit of getting into a group because in my own case uh, uh, when I met other stammerers I began uh, feeling a little bit better about myself mm-hmm. until then I still think that I am the only wretched cussed <laughs> stammerer on this entire planet you and me <laughs> both <laughs> <laughs> but gradually once I came out of my shell once I came out of my uh, my denial, uh, I began meeting all kind of stammers, and and more and more I met such people, I began to uh, feel normal about myself. So that is the beauty of meeting other stammers. As long as I was living in denial, I remember when I was a child, uh, I was so horrified about my stammering that I'll do anything to hide it, and uh, also. But also will keep away from other stammerers. If oh, I saw wow. another child who is stammering, I'll run away from him as fast as I could. Oh wow. You know, so now I think I've gone to the other extreme. If I see a stammerer, I run towards him or her as fast as I can. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm uh, the same way. I I uh, I um 
whenever I meet someone who also stutters or stammers, <laughs> I never know which word to use. Um, like if it's somebody that I just happen to meet, like say I'm at a store and it's my turn to have the phone ring. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that I just think to myself, you know, what should I say? I really, really want to meet this person, uh, you know, but but we're not in a like in a stuttering conference situation, you know. <laughs> so it's always uh, it's always a head game. <laughs> yeah. So uh, after uh, I came out of my own denial, and uh, I realized that uh, that complete healing or wholeness uh, will only be possible in a social setting because stammering. Uh, I think is not just a medical disorder. It's a social disorder. It's a yeah. it's a problem of it's a problem of seeing ourselves as part of a larger group. So therefore, I felt that I should get in touch with other people and try to start a kind of movement in which uh, we are we feel free to accept that we stammer, and we also meet other people. So gradually, uh, Indian Stammering Association. Just give me one minute. I love that song. <laughs> Speaking so, of communication. <laughs> so as we started, I discovered that uh, that a a good part of therapy would be or should be encouraging stammerers to meet each other. Oh yeah. In ever increasing numbers. If you meet one stammerer, you feel good. If you meet 20 stammerers, you feel 20 times good. If you meet 100 stammerers, your happiness should be multiplied by 100 times. That is so true. From the NSA conference alone that I keep talking about on this show, 800 stutterers, and oh my gosh, I'm still on a high. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah. So, uh, but what happened that uh, many in India, I suppose, because uh, I had one brief chance of coming to Canada oh. for six weeks. That, uh, but uh, so I can't really compare. But I feel as if Asian communities are much more, uh, much more uh, intolerant, or rather, I would say, straight jacketed about this whole thing. Oh. I mean. I mean, about, there are many things about which people don't talk in, in Asian countries, like sex. No. You, you understand? I mean, yeah. there are so many things which, which are not talked about. They become a kind of taboo things. Mm -hmm. So, stammering also is one of those taboo things. Everybody can see their child is struggling, but nobody is willing to talk about it. Oh. And the message which a child gets is this, that my stammering must be very horrible. This is why nobody's, nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah, I felt the same way growing up. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, uh, so uh, because of this, what happens is that when even when Asian people grow up, and by the time I mean they are supposed to outgrow their childhood, they are supposed to outgrow their childhood mentality, childhood fears. Still, they don't. And because of that, what happens is that young people who are stammering, they you can try anything, but they will not come to the self help group. Because that denial, that inhibition is so strongly put into their minds and hearts that even when they are suffering a lot, even when they get the inkling that um, it may do me some good, but still, 
my god it takes you a lot of effort to get them off into the several groups so we were trying to set up several groups in many cities we did have some success also uh, i found some some very interesting people people who were ready to come out of their denial some people who were already on their path of self acceptance already on their path of uh, talking about stammering accepting themselves and working on their communication so all these people we got together and we started small groups in different cities for example in delhi we have got a very good group happening in chennai uh, in south india also we have got a very group headed by uh, mr mani maran yeah, he is a senior bureaucrat in uh, uh, in the government setup and uh, and he is doing very well so people are attending that group and things are happening but still sometimes we used to get discouraged by the fact that the attendance will sometime go down sometime go up uh, but new people were not joining but the biggest problem is this that a group may have five people two years back out of the five people three may stop coming but four new people may not join and gradually the group will become very small and finally it will stop meeting but still i can't complain because uh, the issue on which we are working is a very difficult issue i mean it's almost like in india stammering can be compared almost like uh, like being gay ah really or you know uh, i mean the kind of taboo which is which surrounds the issue yeah yeah i think it can be compared with that issue and uh, because of this uh, sometimes uh, we um, get discouraged so when uh, jayprakash my colleague said that we should go for a national conference my first reaction was <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about it <laughs> we can't run four self help group properly in india and we are going to have a national conference what rubbish <laughs> but uh, but gradually um, i began to see that uh, what he was saying uh, was really good good in the sense that you cannot move forward if you are constantly looking back if you are constantly that's so wise i mean if you constantly if you are constantly looking if you are constantly looking back and and, uh, and worried about your failures you can never move forward so i also took a leap of faith and i said jp let's do it wow so after that good for you yeah. good for you guys <laughs> so then we started uh, organizing it we began writing to people here there on tour uh, we contacted friends abroad also we have got some uh, some uh, people of indian origin uh, in uk uh, so we wrote to them also like hitin vyas you know mm-hmm. i asked hitin vyas to uh, do a promo youtube for video for us he did that and uh, we began communicating with stammerers in the country itself we began writing on our blog on our website we began phoning people and uh, i am quite sure that 40 50 people will get together and uh, in fact if 40 people are there i'll be i'll be quite happy and wow. uh, and if they cross 50 <laughs> i'll be on top of it <laughs> you know um i've been to a number of um Um, I'm very, very active in the podcasting community here in Canada, 
and I've been to many different uh, conferences, you know, one-day conferences, things like that. And my advice is don't be too concerned about n n numbers because every number has its advantages. A large conference has its advantage and even a small conference has many advantages. And wow, what a fantastic undertaking. Uh, there's a question in my mind that I'm eager to ask you. Um, it's a bit on the off topic, but we'll come back to the conference. Just wanted to ask, in India, uh, when you tell someone that you stutter, be it your boss or someone you happen to meet if you're stuck in a stammer uh, while talking to someone that you just met, or maybe in your own experiences, what kind of feedback would you get since stammering is such a taboo topic? Uh, <clears throat> a lot depends on uh, the level of education and sensitivity of the other person. Uh, mostly what happens that the other person will probably say, so uh, what have you done about it? I mean, they might inquire about the kind of therapy you may have had, you may have had, or uh, they may uh, simply say, and yeah, this happens quite often that many Indians will simply deny and say, no, you don't stammer, you talk fine. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> they will simply say, no, no, you talk fine. Ah. Who told you that you stammer? No, you, you don't stammer, you talk fine. Because I think uh, stammering is one thing which has, which is, which has been totally uh, misunderstood or underestimated. Underestimated in the sense that people think stammering is only that which you do with your mouth. Yeah. When you go like such in, this is stammering. They totally forget and ignore that there is an inner emotional dimension of speaking. Yeah. If you are not comfortable talking, even that should be recognized as a disease as a discomfort, as a pain. Ah. So many people think that when you say I am facing difficulty or I am stammering, they think, no, you talk fine. <laughs> They've got no idea the kind of thing which goes on in your head. Oh yeah. But they say, <laughs> they say everything is fine. So that is one problem that, uh, and I think uh, we also are uh, responsible for that greatly that we have not tried to communicate our experiences to the to the outside world. If talking was difficult, we could have at least written. How many of us are writing about it? So I think we have to take the responsibility of educating the society around us about our inner valid experiences. As to as to wise words. Yeah. What, uh, what about other disabilities? Deaf, blindness, wheelchair? How's, how are they? Like, are they also taboo top topics? Uh, uh, no, actually what happens is that the disabilities which can be seen, which are visible ah. and, and which are fixed, mm. uh, people always make allowances for that. I mean, if you see a man walking with crutches, you understand that, you are not surprised and uh, and you make allowances for that. Mm -hmm. uh, but in stammering, what happens is that uh, it always comes as a surprise. Because we don't stammer on every word, we don't stammer on every occasion. Mm -hmm. 
and we don't stammer with uh, with uh, every person we meet because of that there is always a, a scope for giving surprise to other person that's right and i think uh, and i think nobody likes it being surprised yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then the other thing, is, then the other thing is, is that uh, most of us think that a disability is something static. If I lose my right eye, then I am blind in my right eye forever. Now this is a very good example of disability. But if I can see sometime, not some or not on other times, if I can see in the light, not in less light, if there are no variations. Then it is difficult for people to accept it as a disability. Ah, true, true. That's the problem. Yeah. And I think it's only because uh, disabled people have not uh, advocated their cause efficiently and sufficiently. For example, uh, what I mean to say is that uh, many disabled people uh, allow themselves to. Uh, to fall in a victim mentality and they don't become their own advocates they don't go out and talk to the people and tell them about their problems their issues and what they think about it mm. but they simply become a kind of victim they simply say oh i am so poor i am so uh, i am disabled i can't do this i can't do that so somebody should come and help me i think uh, now the time has come Uh, that uh, disabled people should become their own advocates as many have done i mean i know some people who have really uh, taken their disability uh, to new heights and they have talked about it and they have you know they have built up a whole new world on that disability i remember there's a book called where there is no doctor about these two americans one of one of the the writers uh, he was a paraplegic i think if i'm not mistaken he goes to south america and he works with the villagers there and uh, they end up writing two books one is called where there is no doctor and the second book is about disability and one of the writer is a disabled person himself and what a wonderful job he has done so in the same way i think stammers also need to become their own advocates they must communicate about their inner experiences which at times will be very difficult i i accede i agree but there's no other choice i mean we can't expect anybody else to come from mars or jupiter and can uh, talk about our experiences yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> going back to the topic of the conference uh, i really really love the dates of the of the conference uh can you tell me uh why you chose i believe it's december 28th to january 1st yes, yes. and also where <laughs> so listeners if i have listeners <laughs> in india they'll know <laughs> yeah. uh i was worried that uh, i mean based on my experience of uh, setting up self help groups i wanted a date uh which would suit most Uh, the thing was is that many young people will not be able to get holidays and uh, so i thought if i put it at a time when most offices are closed by itself oh okay 
when all the business is in any case shut down then they don't have to you know go and ask for leaves mm-hmm. in any case offices are closed so they can uh, go and they, they can come and attend the national conference so at any other time of the year had we planned the national conference then these young people will have to apply for a leave of absence and their boss may or may not give them the leave so therefore we decided that if we do it at the year end uh, most people will automatically get their leave and they can come and attend it uh, but even this was not uh, uh, totally free from controversy because many people said that no no year end we want to spend with our family <laughs> yeah and to th- and to them i said your real family is is people like us who stammer exactly yeah so why don't you why don't you spend one new year one uh, 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 one new year eve with your biological family who stammers just like you who have who have same experiences as you have well you were cut off at where you were saying you know why don't you come and join your biological family which i love that term like i know you know in the outside world it means you know your parents and you know your blood family but i cuz you know stammering is a biological thing biological family <laughs> yes i often ask people um, uh, did you have problem buying the ticket in a bus seeing your destination they say yes i i ask them next did you have problem giving attendance roll call in the classroom they say yes so then i tell them that look all these things have happened to all of us if this is not a proof that we are a family then what else is this this uh, this sheer fact that we all had similar kind of problems similar kind of issues buying a ticket in train or in bus giving attendance during roll call in classroom talking to strangers all these things are are those common markers uh, which are scattered all over our lives this is what makes us one common family so so i am hoping that uh, people will come to the national conference and they will discover that they have got a lot more in common and they will also discover that they can learn a lot from each other oh they will because uh, because i because i am convinced that speech therapy doesn't offer anything substantial to stammers mm-hmm. in india especially it's very costly and we have got room full of people who say that i went to so and so my stammering became less for about two months three months and then it came back and there are many therapists who are claiming that i can cure you and all such rubbish kind of claims are flying all over here and there in india and uh, many young people fall for such claims oh. sink their money and after 6 months they find that they are still stammering and that makes them feel very bad about themselves many of them start thinking that there must be something very wrong with me because i did not benefit from so and so's therapy so it leaks their back in their mouth mm-hmm. earlier they were stammerers now they are a failure also they failed so i am convinced that uh, conferences like this can help a person understand himself better accept himself better and 
help them to work on their communication. In uh, Indian Stammering Association, we have got a, a saying that uh, accept your stammering, but don't accept poor communication. I like, I like that. Because the communication skill is something which everybody can and should learn, whether they stammer or not. And if you can work on your communication skills, uh, the whole purpose of opening your mouth is accomplished. Whatever I say, if you if you understand that, in spite of my disfluencies, you wouldn't care about how many how many times I stammered. So, in national conference, we are hoping that uh, people will understand these ideas and um, develop into a big community, which will help each other. So that's it. Where is this going to be taking place? This is going to, uh, to happen in Bhuvaneshwar. Bhuvaneshwar is the state capital of Orissa. Orissa is uh, one of the southern states in India, southern southeast actually, mm -hmm. and uh, on the coast of Bay of Bengal. So, uh, so Bhuvaneshwar, the state capital, is about 60 kilometers from uh, sea coast, and. Uh, and Bhuvaneshwar is famous for handicrafts, it's also famous for sculpture, it's also famous for some ancient architecture. Oh, it, has wow. got a famous, uh, it has got a famous sun temple where the whole temple is designed as a, as a chariot, chariot of sun. Wow. There are huge, there are huge horses dragging the sun and uh, a beautiful sculpture on the inner and outer walls of the temple and it's right on the sea coast very beautiful place and uh, Odisha is famous for uh, its handicrafts uh, woodwork, applique work, crochet, all kind of handicraft things and uh, December is the time when Odisha is really very pleasant because uh, being on the sea it's not very cold in ah. fact it's very mild. It's, uh, uh, temperature is very mild you can Roam around in t-shirts or just a light sweater. Oh, I have to go. <laughs> I have to <laughs> attend. <laughs> and uh, uh, people from Odisha are very gentle, very nice people. In big cities, uh, Hindi and English both are understood. So people can manage if they know some English or some Hindi. And uh, food is great. There's all kind of seafood available. So there are three cities close to each other, Bhuvaneshwar, Puri and Konark, uh, within a radius of 50-60 kilometers. And all three are almost on the sea coast. So after the national conference, we will encourage people to get into a bus and go and visit these three places, spend some time on the sea beaches. And uh, we are enc encouraging people to come with their families. Some people have uh, agreed to come with their families. Oh, nice. Uh, some people will come with their parents also. And uh, we are hoping that it will be a, a very open family atmosphere. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Where can people uh, find information about this uh, wonderful conference that I know is going to be uh, a rousing success? <laughs> it's available on uh, our website, stammer.in 
एस टी ए एम एम ई आर डॉट इन आई एन एंड अवर ब्लॉग इज कॉल्ड टी हाइफन टी आई एस ए डॉट ब्लॉग स्पॉट डॉट कॉम इंफॉर्मेशन इज इजली अवेलेबल ऑन दीज टू साइट्स एंड दे आर ऑल्सो अवेलेबल ऑन ईमेल And that's it for today's show. Thank you for listening, and thank you to Sachin for uh, taking uh, the time to come on to my show. I enjoyed our chat very m- much, and I hope that you've enjoyed uh, this episode as much as I did putting it together. And I want to hear from you. Coolstutter at gmail dot com is the email to send me audio files. Your audio file that I will play on on my next episode, especially if you plan on attending the Indian Stammering Association's their first uh, conference, and this will be historic. You know, make history. Go to the conference. You know, and from the sounds of it, sounds like an absolute paradise <laughs> where the location is. And if you do attend, why not consider recording some audio? Yeah, send it in and I'll play it for the first episode of the new year. Wouldn't that be a fantastic episode to play? I want as much audio as possible <laughs> to play. Seriously, that would be a great and exotic way to start off the 2012. Well, look at me already thinking about the new year, and it's not even December yet. <laughs> anyway, even if you're not uh, able to attend um, the. The Indian Stammering Association's conference. I still want to hear from you. Send in your audio. Same as always, coolstutter at gmail dot com. Any sound file is fine. Uh, MP threes are perfect. Um, yeah. So until then, look forward to hearing from you, and may your stuttering always be with confidence. Ciao.